0: Say what? Say what radio show with no agenda. It's always a surprise. But if we're not having fun, we're doing something wrong.
1: Nancy, are you muted?
0: Oh, yeah, I was muted. Yeah, I thought, I, I thought you guys weren't talking to me. And I'm going <laughs> like, oh, I can't hear you. Oh, thank God. Oh. All right. <laughs> okay. Walter, are you there? I see he seems to be there, but I'm not hearing him.
2: Maybe he's muted as well.
0: <laughs> uh, I'm here. I see that, Jan. And there's Walt. Walt, are you there? I
3: am. One, two,
0: three. One, two, three. Uh-huh. Okay, you're very low.
3: Okay. What was that? Is that high enough?
0: Yes, yes, yes. You might want to just a tad bit lower. Or just talk to me that way. Let me get used to it.
3: One, two, three. One, two, three.
0: Dolly, talk. Uh, hello, everybody. Jeez. Dolly's really loud. Jan talk.
2: Hello everybody. How nice to be here again.
0: Yeah, Dolly, you're really talking loud. Can you Okay, move try forward? this.
2: Is this better?
0: Yeah, yes, that's much better. Thank you. Yep. Uh, of course, do I sound all right? To me, it <laughs> Yes.
2: Yeah. Oh, all Fine right. So
0: everybody sounds all right to each other. This is important. Um, how okay. about the chat room? Yeah. Do yeah, we talk. sound
1: okay to you all?
0: Uh, uh, Jan, that that last show that you just did, when you started up with the uh, the zombie stuff in, in the city, I asked, actually messaged Walt and I said, listen to Jan. But then you got into the real technical stuff. But, Walt, what you missed,
2: oh. you explained
0: you explain it, will you, Jan? Just explain, or even if you want to go back and read that part again, it was it was scary. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah,
2: yeah, 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 yeah. Hang on a minute. Let me uh I mean basically Naomi Wolf was saying that when she, you know, goes into these social settings that she's oh, not when Naomi Wolf, she's she's been doing a lot of articles on Substack relating to the vaccines, particularly, and she's been on numerous interviews as well. She was actually on one, um, oh, probably within the last few days, and I can't remember who it was with, but I saw it on Twitter. I think but she's
3: a she's like a correspondent or a, a, a
2: yeah, she's she's kind of. she she does a lot of research she's she's not medical at all she's actually a an english major just like me um but she's been really digging into all of this and she has all the articles you know to back up what what she's saying and um she actually did an interview which was talking about the effect of the vaccine uh in pregnant women and how it affects the placenta and really um, quite horrific results. Um, And what she was saying in this article was about more of an element of the metaphysical impact where she's saying she just doesn't pick up the energy of these people anymore. Um, Let me just. uh, Well, that's what Anelia
3: said. She started. Almost at the beginning of this year, says she, said that the vaccine was going to uh, separate the high soul from the person. So the person is still alive; they're still moving around and functioning and talking, but they're disconnected from their soul. The soul. Yeah, absolutely.
2: Yeah. So yeah. Um, So the bit that she talks about, I recently had the bizarre experience of going to Manhattan after a wave of boosters had been rolled out. I remember standing on a crowded rooftop bar on top of a boutique hotel. Attractive couples flirted at tabletops. Singles crowded the cocktail area. The the sun shone and everything looked normal. But I kept having the disconcerting sense that I was standing inside a hologram. I could not figure out what was wrong until I realised... It looked like a crowd, but it did not feel like a crowd. I could see the people, of course, all around me, but I could not feel that dense, joyful, passionate, sparky, fractious energy of a human crowd pre-2020. And she goes on to say, walking through Manhattan, she was she was saying the massive energy field, that sense of an island as a pulsing human generator the electricity that had galvanized generations of newcomers to Manhattan, that was simply gone and she talks about this lack of sexual energy that, between people as well, so very much not just about um, the, you know contact with spirit but also uh, this loss of contact between human beings you know, that, well, I'm that going kind into- of
3: According to everything that's been said about this uh, mRNA vaccine, to call it something, uh, those people are not people anymore, they're property, because now they, oh. are, they are officially the property of, of some, you've been, you've been officially uh, patented, so now you're actually the property of some corporation somewhere, they, so if they want to use you or expose you or whatever, uh, you're not a citizen anymore, you're just a thing uh chattel.
2: Yeah, cuz they've altered your DNA
3: basically. Yeah. So you are not you
0: you don't belong to you anymore. You're under <laughs> a
2: patent.
0: <laughs> uh-huh. What was really what was really scary about it was when she was just des- describing the children. How the the children weren't even acting like children. Like the the the, the teenager types, you know, they they just but the babies and the babies weren't running around toddlers and stuff they were just sitting on the bench doing nothing just staring off that was freaking me out Mm. I mean well
1: could they be the uh, what you called uh, uh, the extra people the background people could they have been background people she ran into
2: Explain, Dolly,
0: would you? Uh, Let me explain, because it's a Dolores Cannon thing. Thank you. Yes, (laughs) because Dolores Cannon couldn't even quite explain it. But the the last tour that she did, I heard her her talk, and not, you know, on video. And she said that that she was being guided uh, concerning these background people and that she admitted I don't really understand it yet but she said that, that some of us are real but a vast majority of the people that we're interacting with are background people now most people including Dolores would not have understood that mute yourself please Walt um, but what I happened to me was on a the Wednesday before Thanksgiving, I went to the airport, and as I got off the bus from the car, the auto, where it's parking, the parking thing, um, I noticed that there wasn't any customers. There was just a lot of bag people just kind of waiting, and it kind of, like, looked odd to me that I didn't see any customers, but I didn't really understand it until I walked into the terminal, and this is a huge international terminal and as far as i could see up and down that terminal there was not another customer in there except me and but the ticket people were there the baggage people had been there so i'm walking up to the to the ticket thing and i'm just like really getting cuz i'm looking at these people and they're standing there and they're kind of wide-eyed and i said is this the wednesday before thanksgiving and the, the the ticket taker or whatever, she says to me, isn't this strange? We don't know where the people are. And so I checked my bag. I walked through the empty terminal to the far end where there's a bathroom. Went in the bathroom. And when I came out, there was 100,000 people there. So I understood. When she said that to me, when I heard her say that, I said, oh, my God, I understand background people because... I was given the experience of a world without background people. They were all gone. Ah,
2: interesting. So then they had to fill the void when you came out of the bathroom. Uh,
0: yeah, I don't know what it was all about, but I mean, it was so... It was, it was, everything about that trip had been so weird. I got a check from an insurance accident that I didn't even know I was supposed to get... I could get the animals in the, into the to the pet care place. I could get a ticket on the busiest day, a direct flight into Boston, and you know it was just like everything fell into place for me to see this one amazing example of what happens if the background people aren't there. Now, so are they mean, basically
2: people? Are they basically people that are kind of automatons without a soul?
0: I don't know Jan I mean I feel some people are like that And that was before COVID And the shocks. <laughs> but you know it's
2: Well of course Dolores um, She died before COVID So if she's talking yeah. about Background people then You yeah. know I don't, that's related To COVID at all
0: This was before 2019 Because maybe she yeah. died In 2019 I think Or around that time no this was a, this was a long time oh was longer than that because no my heavens I have to think about that that was a long time ago because yeah, the
1: background people aren't connected to covid I'll
2: they have separate. to ask um a client of mine a web client of mine because she is a QHHT practitioner and she was very close to Dolores um she was running um like a forum for practitioners and um, even on our website, you know, she's got photos of her with Dolores. I wonder if she can shed some light on it for us. I'll,
0: um, That'd be real interesting.
2: Yeah, I'll have to ask her. She's, she's in the UK, actually, lovely lady. Um, so I'll make a note to ask her again about background people. Because she's very... Um, very active also in the alternative news side of things I mean she posts so much stuff on uh, Facebook group and that's how I, I got to know her and you know ended up developing a website for her but yeah she's very uh, very very awake let's put it that way and, and in the know
0: <laughs> yeah because I mean who knows what what it's all about the pandemic thing, you know, but there's definitely seems to be a a dumbing down, a very serious dumbing down of people very rapidly.
2: Am I hearing your fish tank?
0: Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. I just heard it myself. I, okay. I'm turning it a
2: lot yeah, I was gonna <laughs> say I'm hearing a lot of background noise when when you're unmuted, let's put it that way.
1: Every time I go out now, I look for background people. I try to figure out, is that person a background person?
0: <laughs> and do you sometimes think it
2: is? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Especially the ones still wearing masks. I, I,
1: those, that is so ridiculous. I'm not going <laughs> to go in there.
0: Well, I've had to go out. I went to the post office, and I went where else would I? Oh, I went to the civic association meeting. But I've I've been out interacting with people, in the Publix, the grocery store, and I um, I, well, you know, I never I never check the 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 tally when it's coming up in front of me, because I don't want to find something's wrong. I have to stop them, and then they have to go. And I'd rather you know just, but. This happened to me. The cookies were two for a BOGO thing, buy one get one free. And it didn't happen. So I said to the person cuz I just flashed, I don't even normally even look in that way. And I said something. And uh so immediately I thought he'd give the bag to the guy that was packing. No, he leaves the station and goes runs off and checks it. So I turn around to the people behind me which was probably four people, five people now. And I said, I'm sorry about that. I said, you know, and I, when I when I looked at them, they they all had this blank look on their face. Like it was just such a blank look. And I didn't really think about it then. You know, I kind of went through my comedy thing, you know. Well, I don't want to lose out, a, you know, this type of thing. I may I try to make people, you know, give them a little comedy. And uh, but you know, what I took away from that thing, Dolly, was, looking back at those people, and it was like they all just there was no energy.: They all just I think
2: were. I think also, though, I mean, even before COVID, you know, so many people are just not present. There's no awareness. Um, they're kind of locked into their own heads, if you know what I mean, with, with all this chatter that's going on. And they're, they're just not not aware of what, what's going on around them. That's why they seem to be very um, inconsiderate because they're so locked up in their own little world where and they don't engage with people. Um, they are like zombies. And I, I think, you know, probably the vaccine has, has made it worse, but the the brainwashing has gone on for so long and people have no, um, concept of mindfulness and, you know, controlling their thoughts and literally being present in the present moment. Um, it's I think it's it's an epi- epidemic of mindlessness, you
0: know. But that's what you're what you're in, interpreting it being as the same. You could say the same things and no and and they're they're blank people. They're bots. They're background people. They they don't they're not they don't have a lot of voices in their head. Oh. They don't think of anything. They're bots. And, you know, it, I, if somebody had said this to me. I don't know. Just a few. Well, before I heard, before I had that experience, I think, oh, that, that's ridiculous. But having had that experience, having had Dolores Cannon, who I didn't find wrong about anything. Um, say that this is this is part of the scenario. Uh, you know, it makes you go back to uh, in cosmic reality. One of the rules that I was given, but never really understood was there's an infinite number of souls you know and it was like i in the book i write about it but i never really understood why 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 are we talking infinite number of souls and i think that it's not billions and billions of souls out there i think there's these higher spiritual selves that are experiencing simultaneously incarnations and that the background keeps changing, that we are in a much more, let's say, creative uh, storyline, video game than we imagine and that we're now beginning to see the full ramifications of how everything is, is like, it's like storytelling. It's like she said, you feel like you're in a holographic environment. You know, where things aren't quite real. Anyway, anybody want to say? anything? I
2: found, yeah, I found uh, uh, just a definition here on a on a website. Uh, backdrop people sometimes called backfill people backdrop or background people is a concept coined by Dolores Cannon. In her book, she suggests that we are creators of our world and create extras in our life, our movies, and these extras are soulless beings.
0: Wow, that's interesting.
2: But
3: Mm. But how do you decide how many to create? Is that another part of you that you're not aware of? Is that your subconscious? Is that your unconscious? Is that what? Another level of consciousness responsible for creating background uh, fillers? Good,
2: good question. Um, there's a, another site says, and this is a quote from Dolores, there are backdrop people who act as space fillers for us. We have thrown them into our construct of reality to make our world more full-looking like extras in a film. So um I mean it, 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 it's it's a kind linked. of a, I was going to say it's
3: but it's kind of uh, it's like okay so let's do it like a like a high school thing okay you're in a environment a closed environment that has a fixed number of uh, has a population of 50 people so many are female, so many are male, so many are white, so many whatever. Okay, it's just fifty people, and are we are we are we to assume that out of these fifty people, not are all fully sold individuals? Some are just
0: filler, like uh, furniture in the background. When I was that- like thirteen years old, I walked out of the. For some reason, I was the last one to leave my classroom, okay? And I left, no, I was I was probably a little younger than that. I left the classroom, and as I walked out of the door, I suddenly got this, I just spun around and looked into the room through the door, the glass in the door. And I remember, and it, it was probably a download, but at the time, as a kid, I wouldn't have understood it. But all of a sudden, I, 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 I knew that, We don't know what happens to the chairs and desks and everything in that room once we leave. It could be they could all start walking around, changing positions. It was such a bizarre thought in a young mind that, as even as an adult, I wonder about it, you know. But maybe that was the first inkling I had that hey, maybe things are not anywhere near what we think they are. So it could be that. Walt, maybe you're a background person. You think so? No. Of course, (laughs) (laughs) of course not. So, how many of these people are out there? I don't know. I mean, I like to think that everybody that I you know. Wait, wait. I'm just. Or I all of a sudden I ended up in the crowd in the uh, the civic association, and. I can't. I'm not sure that um, any of them were real. Anybody well, that, at, the, at this at this point? At this point, uh, at this to, point. <laughs> to, make a, to make
3: to make to refer to another field of information that we are recently dealing with, it would make sense. For example, okay, if we talk in human design terms, where we have four specific uh, aura types like g- generators have this all-encompassing aura. Wherever they go, they are part of the crowd because they're always surrounding people with an aura. But if you're a manifestor, your aura is closed off. So in a crowd of generators and manifestors and projectors and reflectors, the ones that are going to feel natural to you are going to be the generators because they're constant, wherever they go, they feel this enveloping area. So they feel like they are a member of the crowd they're a part of the team, they're a part of the crowd. But if, if you should encounter a projector like me, or a, or a manifester you're gonna feel oh, okay. this guy doesn't fit in. Because um, I, I unless I'm given the invitation, there's no way for me to connect with another person. That's why it, in my case, I cannot force myself into a, into a team meeting of any kind, I actually have to wait to be invited. Otherwise nobody will hear what I have to say. I went I spent my half my youth feeling that like I was invisible. And that's just pure the the, the physics of these auras and how they behave. Uh manifestors, their aura is it's like Teflon, it's closed off. And unless they, they, they bring you into the reality, you're you're not going to connect be connecting to a manifestor anytime soon. So if you encounter these beings and you just uh, experience them as energy some are going to feel real others are not going to feel real at all because you find yourself unable to connect to them at all for example uh the the most mysterious of the four types is the uh, reflector where all their central centers are open their uh, parents both pet fathers and mothers a very tough time with the reflector babies, because the mother is is looking at this baby. And they are they are actually looking at this baby, okay, they witness the baby being born being born, uh, coming out of her body. And yet, she's looking at it. And she wonders who is who does this kid belong to? Because they have this feeling of complete separation and disconnection with the spin, And that's the problem that uh, baby, these, these babies have. And in fact, I've seen it, it plays out. For example, I have uh, met two people, they're both from Argentina, both females, who they were raised, even though their mothers are alive, they are alive, they're married, and they have their own families, but they were raised by their grandmothers, because their mothers couldn't make a connection to them. They, they could not connect to the baby. They, they look at it, it just looks like weird. They don't know what what is going on with this baby. But I I can't feel that this is my baby. And that's the problem with the reflector uh, aura. so if we are looking at these, uh, we're analyzing the terms you're using to explain the the weird events of meeting different the desperate, disparate groups of people. Uh, it looks like uh, it's a situations where you're meeting uh, uh auras that you can't connect to so like i said if you if you're in, in, a, in a room surrounded by generators or oh, they you feel right at home because everybody feels like you know you know this this guy is part of the team this part is part of the group and then you meet people that is like they're totally alien and it's not their fault it's just the way their aura behaves <laughs> You know, that, that's but another, I think a you still
2: dynamic. I think you I think you still feel the energy of people It's just whether or not you resonate with them or not. You know? Because um, you know the energy works on, on a lot of other levels. Somebody could technically be um a manifester, for example, but they are an unconscious manifestor in terms of the kind of energy, negativity, negative energy that they're putting out, which is not directly related to their human design profile. Because everybody has a human design profile. Yeah, but, but when in, I in meet my negative energy, it's like, whoa.
3: Correct. But, for example, in my experience of manifestors, they are so into themselves. Their aura is so closed off. Unless you rolled over them with a steamroller, they don't see you. You you literally don't exist because they're in, in their thing completely. Now, if for some so for some mysterious reason, you 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 did something that you caused caused them to be interested, even if it's a for a split second. Then yes, you'll exist. They'll acknowledge you. They'll talk to you. Otherwise, forget it. You, I mean, I I wish these people were like. A, back security guys, because I could walk into a into a bank vault, walk out with a couple of
0: bags of a million dollars and nobody would stop me. <laughs> you, know, you can't see me. <laughs> OK, well, I've got an example for you. Now, this meeting of the Civic Association was so that the two people running for in the runoff, the people we wanted didn't make it. But these two people, um, Uh, are running off in November okay and there's this man who's the mayor of a local city and there's this woman who is not had political office but has been very active in the nonprofit so I didn't like the city guy and of the two she seemed to be the best option so I actually uh, had a had a conversation with her and over the Mm -hmm. telephone And she seemed to be engaged, okay? So last night, i go, and I I have to be up at the front because I can't hear anything if I'm in the back. So I'm up at the front, and she walks up towards the front, and um, I I said, you know, I'm the one that you were talking to about doing an interview with, and she was like, oh, and I'm shaking her hand. "I, I can't tell you the physical reaction i had to to touching her hand it was like a dead fish it wow. was the worst handshake i have ever had in my entire life okay and she just was like there was an acknowledgement that she had had that conversation but then she went into this non compute thing you know and and weirdness i mean it and her husband he shook my hand, a really powerful handshake. You know, he looked me in the eyes. But de- definitely two different people altogether. Well, what happened during this this debate, it wasn't so much a debate. It was <clears throat> people from the audience coming up and asking specific questions as to what would you do. Like, one of the more important questions was, would you support um, uh, incorporation? Because, you know, I've been fighting against this thing and so they, they're they answering the questions but within oh I think it was the second or third question that was asked all of a sudden they started calling each other all sorts of names and saying did you know that th-? she started it I think because she said that person that just asked the question is, is supporting him right and it it got so bad that there were people in the audience that, because like I got my back to them, right? I don't know who they are, but there's all this, yeah, right, right, and they start screaming at each other, and there's like maybe seventy-five, eighty people in the in the room, and now they're screaming at each other. Well, it got so bad that my friend Sandy said to the cop that's there, and he's there because he's a member of the association, and the the, the county really tries to 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 support us. And she says, do you think you can help Kathy out? Because Kathy, the moderator, is up there saying, well, 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 we don't want to get personal. I to answer the questions, blah, 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 you know. And so he goes up and he says, if you don't settle down here, I'm going to ask you to leave. So then they start up again and the two go at it again. The The crowd starts up and the cop went and took one woman out. Because right, I turned around for that one, you know, it takes the woman up. And then Kathy says to me, she she's had enough of this. And she goes to the, to the mayor, pointing her finger at him. I don't want to hear you name her. And she turns to the other one. I don't want to hear you name him. Just please answer the questions. <laughs> and as soon as she said that and stops talking, this woman just went off crazy. I mean, like, she, I'm looking at her, and I'm, oh, I don't know, maybe 30 feet from her. And all I can You're see... You're talking is, about the dead fish, right? The dead fish. She okay. is in such a rage, just an absolute out-of-her-mind rage. That I, I mean, I've seen this, but normally it's between spouses, <laughs> or brothers and sisters not against a politician it was so bad that my and the energy was so bad that i said i can't take this and i'm sitting right next to the husband you know and i i I just i can't take this so i get up and i i'm walking out the door and i'm virtually at the door when i realize i didn't drive myself i don't have a car out there and then i look and sandy's looking at me like where the hell are you going you know so i had to stop but right after that they just stopped it it was so so bad but mike when you were describing the the concept of a manifester and not feeling anything and the fact that she would engage when i was on the phone with her and she engaged for a fraction of a second when i introduced myself um but i don't know that and it, it was so weird, Walt, the, the, the anger and the rage that this woman was exhibiting. Um, I would never vote for her now. And I didn't like that other guy at all to begin with. But now the behavior like that, that uh, that uh,
3: that kind of uh, cycle of behavior of where you're manic, you know, manic depressive. That sounds like someone who with a defined solar plexus. So that, that's a very unstable person. I mean, that, there's no clarity for them in the moment. They have to ride out their wave. So they're not in the right position because, uh, to be truthful with you, the, the people that are actually better qualified for the particular position is uh, someone who's a projector because it's a projector's job to be managing the energy for everyone involved. That's why the manifestors were pour out to postures and we were given the we were given the, the, the job of managing everyone else because that's our job. Manage the people's energy. Uh, if this woman is, uh, is is going to behave like this, like a bipolar manic uh, depressive person, you know, she's gonna define solar plexus. She's not she's not qualified. She doesn't have any truth any moment. So
0: not not the best person for that particular job see we would know who to vote for too if we just get there exactly give it to we'll give it to Walt. <laughs> i i mean you know the concept of the human design is um the more i hear about it the more and it's it's apparently very simple is your back your is your mother doing something behind you it sounds sorry like i'm muting right
3: now okay
0: um it, it, where was I? I don't even know the human design. The human design. It's no, like, it's it's
2: not it's per- simple at all. It's very complex because it it combines so many different. Um, what should I say? Uh, methodologies, if you like. I mean, I've been looking into this for several years, and I'm still nowhere near the level of understanding that Walt is at. Um, I'm still studying it now, but there are so many elements to it um, that because it's linked, it's like astrology, it's I Ching, um, it has so much that you have to learn about, so many different factors. So, yes, but there's conceptually, some, but there's,
0: yes. but there's major centers. That if you just understand what the major that they're a projector versus a generator, if you just understand that, it makes your interactions with them that greater. Yes, I, I agree. There's a depth to the, to the uh, human design. Well, but- uh, in the I don't know
3: specifically. I wish I could quote names of corporations. I don't I don't know any of them in particular. But I do know that in the corporate world many corporations adopted the model because they they, they actually Im- improved on their profits on their productivity because they knew which kind of people to assign to whatever kind of the job. I mean, there are jobs that require assemblies, other mo- jobs that require management, other jobs that require uh, like multitasks uh, task people, other jobs require people that are focused. Like in the case of Nancy and myself, we are projectors we are able to focus on details that a thousand other people before us missed i mean I, I i'm not i'm not tooting my own horn here it's just experience for example either it was at work or at work we were doing some uh three or four guys had been working or something for hours and they were tackling okay you so how is this done and they would call me and they say hey, you look you look at this yes do you see what they've done and i said yeah, yeah i know what i want so what's the problem, you know? Oh, it's right here. That's all it took. it took for me to look at it and then the problem's right here, see? Because that guy is not actually set up to do this. So you're trying to force a square peg into a round hole, so it's not gonna work. And that's it, that's all it took. We're so focused, our auras are so focused, we can actually pick up on details others have missed. So that's why, depending on the nature of the job and what it calls for, you can actually get the right people for that job and they will, they will be happier and they'll shine because they are doing what they're good for. Instead of being, I mean, at the corporation where I worked, there was a, there was a time one, one year, they made life impossible for everyone because they were training people in an assembly line. So the assembly line had stages of, of what you're doing with this ventilator. Okay. So the people working on those stages were very happy because they were all doing what they wanted to do. They were all doing what they were good for. And then one year they did because they have to be creative. You know, Somebody has to justify their big ticket job. They made it that they wanted everyone to be trained on all the different processes. Then productivity took such a hit, took such a dive because now you were forcing people to do jobs that they hated because the rules indicate that you, everyone, should be trained on the same processes. It didn't last very long. I think they they, they implemented for like two or three months, and then it went back to the old business because they were, were actually took a hit. They were actually destroying their productivity just to satisfy somebody's, you know, ego that oh, implement something new. I, I I was sick and tired of of looking at the engineers who would come up with these uh, tests fixtures for the and I, I could see that they were designing these things in their head, but they actually had no idea what would happen if you take this out of your head and you actually put it on a work table and you force a human being to work on it. It sucks, because (laughs) it's not designed for a human being, it is designed for your ego to be satisfied how, what a fantastic engineer you are. Ah, yeah, I got a PhD on stupidity, I don't know, what are you going to call it? (laughs) So corporations that are actually using the the human design model, they're they're actually uh, ahead of the rest because they know how to put the right people for the right uh, job that they have to do. I mean, there are there are people uh, that actually live live the life of a boss. You give them something uh, to something mechanical to do, and they will do it for eight hours straight. Not even get tired because they like to be in that mindless state where they're just doing some mechanical thing. But if you you put them, you give me that job, I'll be dead in just a matter of hours because that's i'd like to use my creativity i'd like to use my intelligence i can't do this mindless thing hour in an hour out every every single day so you you have put the right ple- people in the right place and you get more more out of it and everyone's more is happier in their job so uh, at least in that the, sense
2: i think the challenge is that you know the society is expecting everybody to be a manifester. I know when I first came across human design and I can't remember even how I, I mean, it was serendipity of course, but you know, I've always had, or not always, but once I got into the personal development field, you know, I've had an issue with these motivational speakers. Um, A, because they actually set people up to fail because they're just into this, well, if if I can do this, so can you, and people get all fired they, up, and then they go, you, but, they go.
3: And they don't, they don't realize that, yes, if I can do it, so can you, as long as you have a defined heart center like I have, like this guy, <laughs> Robbins, who does the motivational speaker, and yes. you're like so pumped up, and you, you can actually, you feel like you can take off flying without a, without a kite, and then you walk out to the to the sidewalk and you say uh, oh where's where's all that energy where's all that uh, maybe I'll look well, at it not, later.
2: not only that it doesn't address the issue that people have to get over their limiting beliefs to believe that they're capable of it because in the moment you think oh yeah this is great and then you get get home and yeah, but I'm not really good enough for that or, well, he could do it, but I'm not as good as him or whatever. I mean, that's one aspect of it. But also the fact that I, you know, what I came to realize when looking at human design is that there's only manifestors that can be initiators. You know, I find once I realize that, that I am more naturally a responder. You know,
3: that's because you're a generator. S- yeah, your job exactly. is to your job is to respond. Um, when yeah. generators are, are responding whether it be to questions or to life, they're in the captain's chair. They they are the, the ones in the captain's chair because they're 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 designed to do that. that they're designed to respond to whatever comes to them. So it, it that's that's an important thing uh, that uh, generators because generators are magnets to life. Life just comes at them. It's like the 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 moth going to the lamp. They mm-hmm. are attracted to life. So when they are in the re, in the response chair, they're then they're on the captain's chair. But if they want to initiate things like manifestors, it just blows up on your face because you can't initiate. It's not your job.
2: And I, yeah, and I've, I've become accustomed to that. You know, you have to undo that conditioning that says you're supposed to initiate all the time. You're supposed to just take action, whatever. You know, take action, action, well, for, action. And, yeah, but, and this, is I, what, this is what makes people feel a failure. Because they they don't have the energy to to act in that way. So when well, I you know
3: when I give them when I give people their reading, because human design is so vast, you could actually spend days on any given subject, delving, and the more you delve, the deeper and deeper it goes, and the more significance you discover. So you say to yourself, okay, what what does the person need? Well, they need to know what they are, they need to know how their, their type functions, you know, what's their inner authority, how they make the decisions that are good for them. And the, and the other element, which is quite simple, but not that, not that simple, is that whereas human design tells you how your vehicle will operate, the profile tells you how the vehicle is going to navigate the reality. So even though you and somebody else could have the same generated design, if your profile is different from that other person, you, your vehicle is, is going to act different from that other person's vehicle. So that's why I give people on the report. There are two things because that's, they need to know how they will function. For example, if your vehicle is a 1-3, that person is going to, that's their job in life to find out what doesn't work. They need to find out what doesn't work because they are. They, they will always be uh, battling that fear because that that nothing will work. So they make it their business to find out what works. So, it if they, if they work, if they if they are one three or three, they're different from a two four. A two four person doesn't care about that anymore. For example, the have you ever seen parents with mother or fathers that have two or three children? And for some inexplicable reason, one of them doesn't want to hang out with their brothers and, or sisters. Haven't you ever encountered that? They, they, maybe they consider it a problem child, or uh, they, maybe they don't get along well, or they're not friends, or maybe they, you shouldn't be teasing your brother. And what it is, is just a, a question of profile. That, that child is a 2-4, and they don't want to be bothered. You know, just, you can live next to me, you can visit me every day but don't bother me, just don't talk to me because that's, the, that's their energy, that's how they behave. And there's nothing wrong with your parenting and there's nothing wrong with the child. So the ch- you could have two children and they're both generators but they behave completely different because the profile will determine how you navigate that reality. So that's why I give people the two things, the, their, their type, okay, what type are you? And this is your profile. This is how your vehicle is going to navigate your reality. You give them that and they can get started and, and do a lot of work. And, and doesn't require you to get a PhD in human design. It's just, you need the, the the basics to get started. And to make matters easier for you, you're a generator. All it takes is a week for a generator to get how they function. Because they're the, they're the easiest <laughs> design to get yeah in my case it took me i thought it was an exaggeration on their part when they said it would take me six months to get no they were not they weren't kidding it took me a year to get it how to realize how my this my type worked i it actually i have to say i'm not a genius because it took me a year to fight to finally get it you know in quotes
2: (laughs) well i think you know you say that but as a manifesting generator I was having to undo the conditioning that expected me to be a manifester because no that, uh, you manifesting generators right, is, is best. They're, sorry,
3: they're, they're they're manifesting generators. You, even though you you have the the potential to manifest, the reason that the, you're called a manifesting generator is because you have a motor connected to the throat, and the throat is the center of manifestation but you you have this sacral defined so that's a generator you're through and through you're a generator with the potential to manifest so how do they differ from a standard manifestor quite easily uh manifesting generator they're always fast if you have two people that say you're trying out two two different two people for the same job i don't know what you're going to be i don't know setting up shells or something and and one of them fin- finishes faster than the other one. Chances are that's the manifesting generator finished. And do not, whatever you do, do not ask them to go back and look at their job. They're going to quit. They're going to get offended immediately. Don't ask them to <laughs> to go back and recheck what they did <laughs> because they know they did it right.
2: Excused me. <laughs> Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. Well, listen, anybody, have to anybody,
2: say, you know. But, that, but,
0: Let me just put this in here. Anybody who wants to um, get their basic human design, I imagine he can give you more than that. But go to uh, Walt's website, which is newparadigmtools.net, newparadigmtools.net, and go to the contact and just let him know that that's what you want, you know, to talk about human design. So I want to get that in there so people know that you can get, you know, a look at yourself, and maybe uh I know that it's helped me. And everybody I've heard him do a reading for, they they all came away with ah, you know. So yeah. I just want to oh, that. You,
3: And I have to, you have to warn people that nobody's going to love me when they get their report, because the first thing <laughs> they're going to feel is an, an unmitigated irritation, because what? I don't want to be this. I don't want to be like this. I don't wanna be to the I know I lived through it. I hated human design the first time I but I had to I had to cave in and admit that yeah this is telling me the truth. This is exactly well, how I, I function. This is exactly the way I yeah.
2: I felt so, the opposite because I so you know, I'd been using other personality profiling tools. For some time, which um were absolutely a game changer for me, so I have this uns- insatiable curiosity about myself, so it's like, oh, this is interesting that explains you know um a lot <laughs> i mean my <laughs> my profile is a six two which is oh. a role model and hermit oh well, that's why I you know. Like you guys,
3: you 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 I I love the six twos. I know Nancy's a six two, and you're the uh, you're the reputation fixers. If you're uh-huh. if you're ever in an argument with anybody, and and that this you you, for example, let's say I I offend somebody unbeknownst to me or not wanting to, I end up offending someone. All you have to do is get a six two, and they'll they'll fix up the problem because. They are the repetition fixers. Whatever you problem you got into, you don't worry. They'll they'll look at it. They'll take care of it, and they'll they'll be able to fix the problem. They they'll be able to f- straighten the misunderstanding.
2: And, and, you, and this you, is you... why it's so fascinating <laughs> to see the combinations because it's the role of the mediator. And yeah. I'm I'm a a Libran, and there's a factor there of that mediation and you know the the justice element so that's why i'm still delving deeper into the whole human design thing it's uh, fascinating
3: yeah and it's and it's useful it's stuff that you can and i i love the, the i love the parts that they don't say i don't know why they don't say it or maybe it's it's not because it's their model but for example the fact that when you live your design when you truly live in your design not by the not self uh your actions don't have any karma you don't have any bad karma or good karma you're just a part of the all your actions are in the harmony with the the actions of the universe whereas on the other side of the coin if you're if you're living from the not self mind all your actions have karma because you're you're not acting as yourself so everything you're doing is like one mistake after the other
2: yeah absolutely. Sorry. And I just wanted to pick upon a couple of things that you said about the manifesting generator, you know being the quickest to finish um, it's not only the physical, it's the mental as well and i you know, I get there so quickly, mentally, it's like, well, come on, catch up, catch up <laughs> and, <laughs> and the other thing is um you know, I've, I've got to a point where I, I am so trusting in the manifestation and the universe and everything else, you know, I'm going through, there's a whole series of changes happening in terms of my circumstances at the moment. Um, because, you know, I've, I've been living in this RV park for what, five years. Um, I've, the last two years i've been down in arizona for the winter but this this in the last couple of months the the park has sold it's changed hands which kind of says okay this is going to mean a whole different setup um I'm, you know i'm i'm being asked by close friends well what are you going to do and I always, I guess this is the sacral thing, I kind of tune in and it's like, I have no answer to this at this point. I'm just going to go with the flow and see how things present themselves. I don't feel a need to have things absolutely laid out. The only thing I do know for certain is that I'm going to be going back to Arizona for the winter but in terms of what's going to happen after that, it's like okay, you've you've sent me to places that, on my soul level purpose, I'm meant to be. So I'll just but, uh, wait uh, quick to be Why did,
3: why is the change of ownership requiring you to leave? It's it's not a you cannot continue renting there.
2: I don't rent. That's the point because in the summer, when I'm here. I've been um, working in the office, so I don't have to pay anything. Um, oh, I get my so... site and I get the, the part time work in the office. I mean, the new owners um,
3: don't
1: necessarily say,
2: well, no, they've made it clear that, I'm, you know, they'd like redundant. to have me back next year. But oh. do I want to work for this company as opposed to a family owned business? Because oh. I've worked for corporate before and I got out of it. So, yes, the opportunity is there to come back. But the question is, is it something that I that is the right thing for me to do? So there's oh. a whole lot of factors. But I, I'm just open to, you know, what a, what is it you want me to do next, divine, you know? Because I know I'm here for a reason that's far more than just working in the office here. And know I'm in Arizona for a reason, because every place I have been since I landed in the U.S., I've been sent on a mission, and it's much more of a higher self-mission. So it's just, OK, what's my next job?
3: <laughs> and that's the thing. Stay open and... and it'll show up in your case i I don't remember i don't remember if i have your your body graph what's your inner authority the solar plexus or the sacral 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 okay yeah yeah so you gotta wait for the noises that you make and that's how you know
2: Uh (laughs) uh-huh
3: No, it it, it uh, how it's uh, it's this other company. I, I know that you you describe them as some big corporate outfit, but uh, are they like so- soulless corporate? Or maybe they are more no, humane? no,
2: they're not actually. No, they're not. I mean, they're not a huge corporate. They've not been. Um, they're fairly new actually. And I met the people that, um, well, there's a general manager being appointed to run the park and i have to say i met with her and and the hr person and i really let them have have it in terms of all the other things i did and they were actually lapping it up about the manifestation stuff and everything of the radio <laughs> show so they're very conscious but oh so you're getting I'm,
3: rupees oh
2: what I, what i'm experiencing it is total incompetence. I mean, <laughs> it's unbelievable. But anyway, I won't go into that. But as a as an ex-project manager, there's no communication, there's no scheduling, there's no, <laughs> wow. you know, no they kind need to be of trained. taking the lead. Yeah. How,
3: how did they get into yeah. this business with such level of incompetence? Is it well, the first time?
2: Yes. Well, the original business, and I don't want to mention names because I don't want to be done for slander or anything. Um, This business, the the core business has been um, similar to an Airbnb for RVs. So they've provided a portal for owners of RVs who want to rent them out to people who don't want to buy one, but just want to take a vacation in one. So that's the core business. And now they're expanding into RV parks. And this is the second park that they've bought. Oh, so they're fresh,
3: fresh
2: Yeah. (laughs) They're fresh out of the egg, huh? And I was saying to a friend of mine, I said, I would I would expect them to recruit an experienced RV park manager. No. (laughs) They've put in charge somebody who hasn't got a clue about uh, how RV parts operate the financial guys that have been here haven't got a clue about how an RV part operates they're all like about 25 years old without much experience at all so what <laughs> they're, they're, like... they're
3: wanted Ed says wanted brain donors <laughs> <laughs>
2: So it's just interesting to observe it all, you know Uh, We're supposed to have contracts, no they haven't shown up We were supposed to get paid on a certain date, no that was late We're supposed to have had a schedule for who's running the office here That hasn't appeared, it's just, uh, yeah
3: Are are these people old enough to vote?
2: Just about, I think. Just about. God help us. (laughs) No, but they are, I mean, personally wise, they are very nice people. And they're open in terms of particularly, I mean, I had I was holding court for about an hour and a half on all the kind of stuff that I do. And they were kind of spellbound. (laughs) So that was encouraging. But so you're worth your
3: your, your weight in gold. <laughs> gold <laughs> your
2: your okay. I think your salary.
0: Okay. I think we're,
2: perhaps I- we need to learn, listen more to the practicality side of things that I can offer as well. Anyway, yes, Nancy, we're, carry
0: on. We're going to take a break now. Okay, we'll be right back. Three minutes. And welcome back to the Say What Show. It's October eighth, twenty twenty two. My name is Nancy Hopkins. With me is Dolly Howard. Walt Silva, and Jan Shaw. Um, Before we let those two other people talk there, don't you think maybe uh, Dolly have something to say? Do you have something to say?
1: Yes. I forgot to share with everybody uh, when I was telling my hurricane story. One of the things that happened uh, when we lost power after the storm... Was that I was sitting up in my bed, because I have like a hospital bed, the foot and the head go up and down. So I'm sitting up in my bed, and I'll be darned if the electricity didn't go off, and stayed off for three days. So there I am, either I sleep sitting up in my bed, or I had to lay crossways in the bed, uh, which I did because it was... uh, it's a queen size bed, but I was thanking God and the angels that when the electricity went off, I didn't have my feet up too. That would have been even more. Ouch. Un- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been even more uncomfortable. <clears throat> but when we got the uh, generator, Russell made sure that first thing we did was put my bed down so I could sleep decent.
3: (laughs) But doesn't your bed have the the extra hand crank that you can actually crank it when the case... uh, I have
1: no idea where it is if we have it. Oh. (laughs) Because I've had my bed for quite a while.
2: Well, I'm so happy that was the worst of your experiences during the hurricane could have yeah. been a lot worse.
1: Oh yeah. It always brings That's, neighbors closer together. Yeah. Uh, which was it's nice. funny, I was
2: seeing some re- reports on Twitter and other social media of the areas that were flooded and there were these gators just <laughs> floating <laughs> in in front of people's houses, you know, it's like oh my goodness. <laughs>
0: Well, apparently during the flood near Orlando, a lake that was a habitat for gators overflowed, and a dam broke or something.
1: Oh, Mayaka River. Their uh, levee broke. Yeah. And Mayaka River is where alligators live, and people go to take boat trips out there to see the alligators and the bird life, and it has wildlife out there. And so, when levees broke, uh, it flooded. So, where do you think the alligators and the wildlife's going to go?
0: They went <laughs> to see the people. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> you know? Yum,
0: yum. You're the people now. <laughs>
2: mm,
1: lunch. <laughs> yeah. I think they have it fixed now. Uh, I, they uh, Santa, was it Santa? No, uh, the island, I can't think of the island's name, and I know it.
2: Well, no, Sanibel.
1: The, not Sanibel, the other island that got flooded and the bridge broke. Uh, DeSantis made sure the bridge was fixed immediately, so um, the bridge is already fixed and the people are going back and forth.
0: Well, that was a funny thing because um. Somebody wrote some op-ed or did it, I think it was an op-ed written, about how wasn't, DeSantis wasn't bringing in the bridge and blah, 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 blah. And it was already, the people were already, already cr- done. Already <laughs> <Yes>. done. Uh-huh.
1: Idiots.
0: <laughs> oh, my God.
1: Sometimes it doesn't pay off to blabber your mouth just because you want attention. You end up looking like the fool.
0: Yeah, but the problem is, is that, they say this they print it and nobody hears that it was already up unless you're watching something like Fox true you know which you're laughing at it
1: yeah 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 (laughs)
0: um
1: so many people are so devastated on the east coast I I feel bad for them and I would ask that y'all who believe in God and who pray Please pray for these people that are homeless now, and a lot of them don't have anywhere to go because they don't have relatives or friends that could take them in. And please thank uh, God for the ones who are generous and giving up whatever they can give their homes, or food, money, clothing. Wow, what was that?
0: I don't know, I, I accidentally hit the keyboard. Maybe that was it. Oh,
1: that could
0: be. So, I didn't hear it, I had my headphones on. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so please, everybody, uh, think. do what I just said, please. Uh, I'm asking from the bottom of my heart, the top of my heart, my whole heart, I'm asking you to do this from... Uh, my grandson is still living with uh his boss with his two his with his daughter and the girlfriends two boys from men who are in jail so Dalton's taking care of them too uh, but at least Dalton has a has a, not a river over his head uh, our word over his head a roof over his head and uh, he's working they're working again
0: so that's a blessing in our life Hey Dolly I got a question for you in chat uh, Infinity is saying that PayPal is going to start charging people for spreading false information huh? and it's a gatewaypundit.com uh and it says PayPal's new policy will find users twenty five twenty five hundred dollars direct accounts spreading information. What the hell is this about? And now no, Jan- no,
2: oh, no. It's, it's, that- yeah. David okay. Wire put out a report saying they've rescinded it because there's such been such an outcry against it. It was all over Twitter today. But they were basically saying that um if you're using Pay and this is the thing I couldn't quite understand about it, is said if you're using PayPal to spread misinformation or um information which is um against you know the usual thing, minority groups and da da da, da, da then you will be we will take a two thousand five hundred fine and you know Excuse me, my dog is squeaking a her toy here. The thing is, with PayPal accounts, especially merchant accounts, which I've got, it's linked to your bank accounts. So potentially, they could have just said, oh, "Okay, I'm going to deduct two and a half thousand out of your bank account." <laughs> but um, as daily, I can read you the report on daily. Wire, but I don't you understand
3: don't... how. How are you using? The PayPal account to spread this information, un- unless you have, well, what, what, you're exactly, selling something?
2: That was the thing that I didn't understand. I mean, they have taken down accounts. I mean, PayPal are notorious for this, of blocking access to people's money in their PayPal accounts because they don't agree with the position. Um, I mean, they've blocked gays against uh, trans, I think it is Where is it? Groomers, groomers. Brew, Yeah, gays against yes, groomers, yes, yes, groomers. And, and they literally block access To any of the funds That are in your PayPal account Now I don't, when I get paid through PayPal I don't <laughs> Infinite said <laughs> Cute squeaking <laughs> would you mind stopping for a minute please um you know, they, they when they block your account, they stop you getting access to any funds in your PayPal account. Well, I always withdraw mine immediately into my bank account. But technically, um, I don't know if, yeah, they would be able to withdraw from the bank account because if you pay through PayPal, it then deducts that payment from the linked bank account. But um, people are leaving PayPal in droves after this announcement. Um,
0: but now, yes, I it, agree. I didn't
2: understand what what how you could use PayPal to spread misinformation. Again, perhaps you're right. Um, well, that through maybe they're selling information products that are, you know.
3: Unless you're um, unless you're paying a subscription, to uh, like, well, for example, uh, Janine and uh, Jean Claude, they have that thing where they they have uncensored information, and it's all uh, subscription based. So people pay a subscription, and you have access to the information. So that they're penalizing people that are using PayPal to pay subscriptions that they don't agree with.
2: Yeah, could be. Make sense. Yeah, it says before posting its initial story, the Daily Wire reached out to PayPal for definitions of the added terms but received no response. Surprise, surprise. The report sparked outrage online, with many people tweeting pledges to dump the online payment facilitator. Particularly chilling was the fact that the policy said determinations of what could be deemed misinformation or a threat to the well-being of other users was to be at the sole discretion of PayPal. The now aborted policy said users could be liable for damages, including the removal of two and a half thousand dollars debited directly from your PayPal account per offence. So, you know, people were saying it was so vague what they were talking about. It was like some kind of blanket umbrella clause. It sounds
3: like, it sounds like paid censure. I
0: see, I see what's happening now. Um, okay, so we've got Elon Musk, who was the guy and some other guy that started PayPal. All right. And he left PayPal. And PayPal has only gotten more successful and more successful. So he gets into this Twitter thingy, and he's bitching and moaning about Twitter. And they want to say that he agreed to to buy out Twitter for the, the original price because he didn't want to go to the court case. But maybe it's more like this. Because... He said, okay, yeah, I'm going to buy Twitter, and we're going to revamp Twitter. As a matter of fact, we're going to add an ability to have a PayPal-type account with Twitter. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. It just makes sense to me why he would now spend the money that he thought was a loss because of the bots and everything. To spend that money because PayPal just shot itself in the foot. And he could pick up all that PayPal, all the people that would say, screw you, PayPal. I mean, I'm not, I don't even have a, subs- I don't have anything through them except send money to friends or something. You know, I don't have a, jeez, oh, no, I don't have a, I have a business account, but it's not being used. Um, that, but that, that's, I, I, how can this even be any, any, why would anybody m- agree to do this? I didn't know about this. I mean, would <laughs> I wouldn't? Can you imagine? Well,
2: I think people are, are literally leaving them. In fact, then I was—I read all this stuff this morning, and the next on my list was to look for alternative payment processes for pay, for WordPress websites because you know typically the easiest ones to integrate are PayPal and Stripe and Stripe is bad. Not
0: oh Stripe not to, is really it's, bad. Really bad. Yeah.
2: Um and you know Derek, a lot of Derek, they took
0: Derek's money. Because really? yeah, because he was selling um C B D oil in Shanghai, uh, the the lip balm stuff, like type stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Yeah. all of a sudden, he, he they weren't giving him his funds. And they stopped the transaction in the store. No warning, just boom, did it. And he's like, yeah. "What? what's the problem? And they said that. And they said, well, not a problem. I'll take it down. But, you know, they completely, I mean, he was, it threw him back for more than a few days trying to clear yeah, that up. Yeah, so I'm going to
2: be doing some research on what the alternatives are because I do have several clients that use PayPal or Stripe um, as their payment processes. So I need to look into what the options are in terms of moving off those platforms. But, you know, we the thing is, so many are, uh, let's say, have this uh, leftist philosophy if that's the right word i mean look at gofundme that that took the funds that were raised by the trucker what It's, it's all right i'm just getting a lot of background noise and i think it's yours nancy um but they um gofundme seized the proceeds from the fundraiser for the Canadian um, truck trucker protest so now people are using give send go which is much more conservative focused and so you know we just have to boycott these organisations because it's like vote with your finances, vote with your wallet mcdonald's i mean i said in the in the show today i think it was either x22 or am we know was saying that mcdonald's is bankrupted how many people have have uh, boycotted these fast food chains like mcdonald's because of their a political stance and also the ingredients Which some say include uh, human meat in their products. That's that's the way we got to do it. Um, We just got to let them know what is not acceptable.
0: I just went over to the Gateway pundit on the the you know the bank card and everything, and I just have to read this to you because in July Governor Ron DeSantis announced his intention to expand his war on woke ideology to include financial institutions, including banks and credit card companies and money transfer services like PayPal. So, so Ron DeSantis, he seems to be on top of uh, a lot of stuff out there, you know? Can you say that a different
1: way, Nancy? I didn't understand it.
0: He's going to go after PayPal for doing that. Oh yes, I love this. And sentence. banks and credit cards. Anybody that is is the woke ideology that are censoring. I, I mean, he's been doing this. He started it out with uh, YouTube and Google. I don't know where the cases are legally or anything else, but he's he's not taking this sitting down at all. I mean, you know, he's he's openly. I've heard him say, "We're not going to put up with this woke." You know, uh, it was when he was talking about the prosecutor, mm. and he fired the prosecutor. We're not going to put up with this woke prosecutor pe- people.
2: No, and I do like what I reported on with the um, a, the state attorney general. No, the the medical guy that is uh, the chief medical.
0: Yeah, or office yeah, officer.
2: yeah, and he's and his, really
0: good. This guy yeah. walks uh, quite a. And he talks the truth. But he talks yeah, it he talks it on a way that is not conspiratorial. You know, it's like, well, here's the facts, blah, 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 blah. You know, he doesn't get excited. He's he's a really good presenter of the the basic truth. And his position as being, you know, the chief medical officer in the state of Florida, you know, that free state, um, is pretty impressive. Uh, Janine
1: was saying on one of her readings that DeSantis is really a bad guy who it will come out in the end.
2: I don't know if I go along with that at all. Oh, you mean the saying that DeSantis isn't a good guy? I've seen that. Yeah, I don't buy it at all. I think it's trying to discredit him. Because he's doing such uh, amazing things that are very, very much on the MAGA level. He doesn't take no shit from anybody. Basically. All,
0: All I know, all I know, is that to have watched this man while his wife was under cancer treatment and to physically, you could see him holding, I mean, he was just he, he looked older, he looked worn out, he looked really worried. And it turned out that it was because every day he was going for with his wife for cancer chemotherapy treatment. And now you look at him and he's vigorous again, he looks good, he smiles back, you know, she's right beside him. Every place he goes, she's right beside him. So if this is the dark state, I I just, I don't see it. I don't see it in any way. Plus the fact, if he is a dark state, he's the only, well, he's one of the few voices that is out there at the government, uh, governor area level, who is actually taking action. Remember, we didn't put the masks on. We yep. didn't lock up. He went against it. everything that they've told him to
2: do. He's gone against. And our kids went to school. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's why they're attacking him. That's why. That's why you can just throw all that crap about him being deep state out the window. It's more bots, basically. The guy is human. Um, The look on his face when he was stood behind Biden, making that comment about, well, now with Hurricane Ian, we know that climate change is real. (laughs) Yeah, right. I mean, the look on DeSantis' face was classic.
1: Well, that Janine said it
2: in one of her
1: readings is what really upset me
0: Well, real raw, Loose came out and said that Trump said that he was a a black cat, and the reason given I didn't even read it. I mean, I just read the basic headline in the first sentence was because he was shaking hands with Biden okay. you know a- i mean it was it
1: was well, like real.
2: You know my view of real raw news, and there are several others as well, but we won't go there.
0: <laughs> no, some I agree people
2: with jump, it, but... Some people jump to conclusions about the, you know, yes, he he shook hands with, with Biden, didn't particularly want him there, but, you know, there is an element of... Um, politeness even though you hate the guy <laughs> but looking at his face there's no way he was he was endorsing what biden was saying that said it all much more than a shake a handshake
0: <laughs> well i i go over to real raw news every once in a while every few months and take a look at their headlines to see what they've been covering because i don't think that well now i know it's not true because the uh, First off, Trump would not do that. Even if it was true, Trump would not do that. You know, he's not. I've watched him in so many interviews. And, you know, whether he's putting it on or he really means it, it feels like he really means it. He said, I wish Biden had succeeded. You know, and every time they try to get him to to say something nasty about somebody, he always backs off of it. And no, no, well, it's you, the same
2: no. old, same old um, tactic of trying to create division. They, the last thing they want is a powerful person like DeSantis working together with a, a mega powerful person like Trump. They want to set up. A, they try to set up rivalry. You know, oh, is DeSantis going to try? run against Trump for for presidents for the president in twenty twenty four. They want to split that. And then they try and separate, you know, try and create division that Ron DeSantis and Trump are actual enemies. Whereas they've always, as far as I know, worked together. They're working on the same agenda of MAGA, make America Great, America First. You know, DeSantis stands out across the country as the most proactive governor, protecting his um, population, the population of Florida, against the overreach of the federal government.
0: You know, his my actions speak
2: my, louder than words.
0: My my family set up a, a, a Zoom call, and. While we're on the Zoom call, my sister says to me, and what's up with this governor of yours? And I'm like, what do you mean? Well, he's crazy. And I, I, to be honest with you, I I had not been following DeSantis. I mean, it was like, why, why is she saying that, you know? And then... um I realized why she was saying it was because this guy was saying the same things I was. So then we had another Zoom call, you know, Easter, Christmas, that type of thing. So you're
2: crazy too.
0: (laughs) Well, they they, they know I'm crazy. Um, But by the time I got to that second, you know, Zoom call, it was like every opportunity I had, I said, you know, the free state of Florida that's got a really good governor – so we never had any more Zoom calls because I was so angry. You know, it was just like that Zoom call seemed to push all my buttons. I'm I'm talking to these idiots because they're my relatives <laughs> and they're idiots. Why am I wasting my time here? You know, so I don't know if they stop the calls, but they certainly don't ask me to go on them anymore. <laughs> but listen, Do- Dolly, uh, did you finish the, the conversation that you were going to? You talked about the bed. Was there something else? Dolly? I
1: can't can't remember. I I can't remember. You know how my brain works. Dolly, can
2: I ask you a question? Yes. Yes. Have you had any recent communications from Dave about the current state of affairs in the world? Well,
1: we talk about it... uh, Yes, he he says it is as it should be at this moment in time. He tells me don't get anxious, which, since I had the last thing with the hurricane, I haven't gotten anxious about anything that I can think of. Uh, my whole my whole world's changed again. Dolly' world went through a change, and so Dave says. We just talk calmly about the different things. I ask him, well, why did that happen? He says, well, I can't really tell you. You know that. Just remember, (laughs) things are the way they should be at this moment in time. And he says, and uh, don't forget. Oh, I got so much goosebumps. Okay. Back off a little bit, please. Uh, he, He says, don't forget. There are things going on behind the scenes that people can't see. Some people can. Some people aren't allowed to. Uh, and so, try to calm people down if you if you're talking with them and they're getting all worked up about something, just try to calm them down because there's a lot of good stuff going on behind the scenes. There's still a lot of work uh, going on right now to be done even that they don't want to divulge that's going on now. He says a lot of things uh, that we are seeing like with Trump uh, and Biden are not what they are showing us that they are
2: not what they seem. Yes, oh, I I believe it, and you know, I I don't know the minutiae, but I do feel the. I guess the I, I feel a conviction that we're on the right track, and that. And as I've always said on my show, you know, don't just take things at face value. I really feel that things are moving in the right direction. And that Do you want all... me to finish what Dave said? Oh, sorry, yes, sorry. I, I didn't know you'd finish. Carry on. Okay.
1: <clears throat> oh, shit, I had it and it went right on. Oh, damn it. Uh Come on Dave please, please remind me. oh okay, uh, things that we're seeing on t v even on uh station, some of the things are being twisted on purpose. He wants us to know. Some things on Fox are being twisted on purpose because they cannot come out and tell us the whole truth, nothing but the truth. Uh they are there's a lot of them working white hat works and there's a few in Fox yet that are black hats, but uh they uh they aren't allowed to uh Pass on their black hat uh, poison type statements without the backup from the white hats that uh, t- turns the black hat's words into what it should be. It denounces the black hat. So you got to watch it closely, he said, because at this point uh, in time, it's a game of words. Watch the words. Watch the things that are happening around you. When you go outside in public, look around. Uh, Take the the shields, blindfolds off your eyes. Peel your eyes back and look around and see what's going on with uh, the people, interactions with what you see, like uh, signs for advertisements. Um, he says to pay attention because there's a lot of peoples now who've had the vaxes, and they have done what we were talking about earlier. They they poisoned the people's minds and bodies. The people are like, what? Like what, Dave? The. Uh, Oh, those people that, the cube people, oh. like the people that we watch on Star Trek that are in the damn cubes. Borg. They, the Borg. Borg, yes, yes. They're like Borgs. <clears throat> they aren't complete, but they aren't completely gone like the Borgs are. They aren't complete, Some, some of them. Some of them are gone. They're completely bored. They're, they, they're beyond bored. They don't have any freaking brains to think with. They just put one foot in front of the other. But uh, Dave is talking
3: about the background people again.
1: That's what people was are being say. turned into. Please don't interrupt. That's what people are being turned into is a uh, Borg type people uh, that they don't have minds of their own they they, are, they do not own their own bodies they uh, their bodies are now being manipulated with all the shot stuff that uh, they're putting out and he says this they're going to try to come out with a new uh, uh, a new um disease and new vaccines and especially aimed at the children. And um, because the children are now what is our next generation, our next, uh, he says they aren't really people. Uh, Even he is kind of puzzled at what to call these Borg-type peoples. He says that's what they're trying to turn our children into so they don't have uh, children growing up anymore and they don't have reproductive uh, systems that are viable and working properly. Um, and they're even trying to attack that in the people who are of childbearing age. They're trying to take away their Testosterone's, their their estrogen type things, they're their, they're tr- and he says, with these new drugs that they're going to come out with, the babies, if they are if carried to fruition, a lot of them are going to be uh, miss uh, their bodies aren't going to be normal. They're going to have all sorts of problems. He says, we we need to work more with our energies to uh, send to the people. He says, when I said send out love to the bad people, the, the evil people, the demons, he says that's good because they can't handle love. And he wants us to, when we send out blankets with love and whatever else we put in it for each individual Be sure to send love to evil beings. Okay, I hear you all trying to get in and talk. Dave says, let them talk. (laughs) So I'm done.
2: And now we've got nothing to say.
1: (laughs) If you interrupt me when I'm on a roll with Dave, I... I have great difficulty and sometimes can't bring it back.
2: Yeah, I'm sorry. I thought you paused, so that was the only reason. I... Well, I have
1: to breathe every once in a while.
2: I know. Or, or, <laughs> or hear what they
1: say.
0: Jan, I have not, to listen. I, from <laughs> now on, when she's doing her thing, do not interrupt. I will interrupt, okay, because <laughs> I've got her timing down. I know, I know she okay. pops, you know, and you can't just jump in with, with Dolly. You have to let let it go. So just use me as your guide as to whether you can interrupt her or not.
2: Okay. And I so appreciate what you said, Dolly. I really do. Which is why I ask you for that, um, for that wisdom. Let's put it that way.
1: <laughs> well, Dave, that was an opening for him to come in.
0: And the posse so is sitting so back.
1: Huh? Yeah, I'm
0: so glad he came in because he's been so far away. Yes. Well, well yes. he was really far away, but recently he's been closer. Let me put it yes. down. I feel.
2: He's well, been here talking with prompted. me hmm. I just felt a prompt to ask you about him for whatever yeah, he, reason. He so. was
0: probably prompting you. <laughs>
2: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Bless him. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. When he's got something to say, he normally can get our attention, but I'm so glad he came. Thank you, Bella.
2: Absolutely. Thank
0: you. And also. Yeah, wait, um, wait, wait a minute. Has he got anything else to say?
1: I um, mean, he said that. He was busy like he was trying to tell us all these things are going on in the background. He's been busy in our background up there. And uh, it's been very important. Um, He says uh, that's why the posse has been coming more frequently to me. Uh, But the posse is hanging around all the time around me. He, He says we need extra protection these days. Uh, And so, the posse's been really hanging around me a lot. Popcorn people are more sober, especially tonight. They're very sober. Uh, uh, So, things, things are happening. And he says they're gonna happen more in plain sight. That's why he's trying to tell us, take the blindfolds off, peel the dirt off of your eyes. Things are gonna be happening open your eyes and see them because they are going to be clues to more stuff coming out uh, more obviously
2: That's interesting what you said about um, being under attack because I've had a couple of sessions with Eric Condit last one was Wednesday and he's emphasized the need to do our etheric cleansing you know um because this is this is we're getting into the final stages of the spiritual battle i believe so thank you dolly for all of that that's why I asked you. I appreciate it. I apologize for interrupting you. I will know better next time. And I just wanted to suggest, as I know this is something that we've done in the past, is whether um, Walt wants to read the latest from Matthew.
0: We already did. We did oh, it last did you? Yeah. Tuesday. Last I think. week.
2: Oh, right, Okay. On a different show. Okay.
0: Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. But you, I'll give you the link because it is very, very. Um, it was very on the point again. I mean, it's kind of amazing how. Either she's been listening to it's us. It's very.
2: <laughs> you
0: know. It's
2: very it's, encouraging that it's talking about the the. We're getting into the last stages of this. Oh, thank God. Oh, if so that's you, the case,
0: hooray. You've already read it? Yeah,
2: I get it. Yeah. 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 I, I subscribe to it. So i got it at the beginning of the week. And, uh, yeah, we've still got stuff to go through. But we, we are getting to the later stages. And I do believe that we are because there's so much more coming out to really expose the corruption. Um, yeah, we're not done yet. And, yeah, they're going to fight like hell. But they're not going
0: to win. Hey, Dolly. Yeah,
2: you know, that's
0: my Dolly. commitment. I will. I want to ask Dolly something. Um, when you were talking about the Borg, now when when we looked at the Star uh, Star, uh, whatever it is, what is it? Uh, Star Trek. Star Trek. When we would watch the Star Trek. They would say, the Borg assimilates. They use the yes. word assimilate. Right. Is Does that feel like exactly what? Dave was trying to connect. Yes, yes, absolutely. Yeah, it's pretty,
2: pretty. So, could uh, you explain that a bit more?
0: It's the concept of not not conquering. Um, The problem with the Borg was that they had no soul and creativity, so they couldn't create on their own. They could only take over a civilization and assimilate all of the knowledge and technology and culture and everything else, but they sort of disregarded that. All it was was the technology that the Borg were looking for. So they would assimilate the technology, the knowledge, into their own beingness. But, you know, uh, what, what would they say? That um, uh, defense... Um, is is futile. What was the first thing? Walt, you would remember this. What what is it? Resistance say, resistance,
2: resistance is futile. Is futile. Resistance oh, yeah. is
0: futile. You know, that's what they would say. History as you as
3: you know it has come to an end.
0: Yep. Yep. And that's exactly what it feels like. And I gotta tell you I was a diehard uh Star Trekker until the Borg showed up. And as soon as the Borg showed up, I became so uncomfortable. I mean, really like, no, I can't do this. And and wouldn't I've never I can't say I've never have. I have watched more of the Borg because I needed to understand what it was that it tricked me up, but it was like I think that it, somewhere well, it was it was after I started to say, "Okay, this Borg thing is obviously pushing some button very deep in my psyche um because i mean it's sci-fi right i mean yeah whatever um but this thing is i'm, I'm getting i mean i would get nauseous i would get I, it was almost like my whole insides began to shiver like no 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 you know and um so i decided no i gotta understand what the the psychology or what what is this about this that's making me so crazy so i started asking questions and when you start asking questions and you just wait for the answers, you get some really detailed answers. And that's what my first confrontation with the concept that the Borg is very, very real. AI is very, very real. And that when, when they came into this galaxy as the Borg, what they did was they targeted the most aggressive civilization first, being a segment of the reptilian race, and essentially assimilated them by control versus assimilating them and making all these weird things. I mean, we see the Borg with all this machinery on them and everything. I don't know that that's necessarily true in the Borg that we're confronting. Um, They probably all just look like robots. Uh, because they're only assimilating the information. I don't believe they're assimilating our souls or our life force or any of that. But I could be wrong. But anyway, so they get the rep- reptilians to go in and soften up the different worlds. And to essentially promote technological advancements within that world. So that they can then get to a point where they've got 5G <clears throat> And the corona vaccine that now will create them, create the assimilation of the people that have taken the shot. Now, the reason that I'm saying this right now is that I've got a, a uh, let me just make, let me think, I'm gonna put this in chat if this is it. Yeah, okay, this uh, just came to me. It's been up since late last night and I haven't had a chance to listen to it but it's Karen Kingston interviewed by Mike Adams biotech and analyst Karen Kingston unveils the covid vaccine 5g link biosynthetic ai nanotech and i can't wait to to listen to this i'll probably use, i'm i'm planning on using it on the 5g uh show on wednesday at noon but <sighs> It, it, it's sort of like this crazy ass story that I heard years ago is now becoming very, very likely. So it open to you is guys. It,
2: is it is it linked to this lipid nanoparticles thing? Yes. The graphene oxide. Yes. That we so. know has been introduced into the with this vaccine. I mean there was also something a friend sent me on text saying oh no, no um graphene oxide is in your food it's in everything it's blah, blah 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 I don't buy that because how do they introduce graphene oxide unless you're eating processed food which is something I never eat but um, I know that graphene oxide from Everything I've looked into is a it's it's not only destructive within the body, but is it not? Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, <clears throat> it it allows 5G to connect with the body. And, and what I've read is that it can, it can take over and. Um, actually introduce thoughts into a person's head. So it's
0: actually uh, um, a control mechanism as well. Well, it is a control mechanism. What you described, we knew was technologically capable with just the 5G, never mind the crap they put in them. But, um, what they're finding is that i haven't seen the video i just put the link in chat um but what they 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 seem to be finding is that the 5g the frequency of it can actually manipulate the nanotech in the body to do weird things i'm not sure what you know but so,
2: and and so mental it, things as well. You know, this is this whole thing about yeah, the...
0: We didn't, we didn't, no, no, see, this goes beyond that. We knew that they could do that anyway. It's been They've been doing it to us. Okay, it had nothing to do with the vaccinations, their ability to take over your mind, nothing. Okay, but what they're talking about is actually this concept of changing the physical body into something that is not human anymore.
2: But if they could do this anyway, without the vaccine, why are we who have not been vaccinated, not affected by it? Why are we immune to it? Because
0: the 5G system is they couldn't get it up fast enough. And we're not consenting. And we're not consenting.
2: Well, that's true.
0: So that, see see they're playing a three D game and we're playing a chess game and we're in another dimension even. We, we yes. we're not we're not succumbing to it because it's not we haven't made an agreement to that stupid game. True.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I mean it's interesting because what you're saying about the Star Trek, I mean I watched the whole series of uh Stargate, S G whatever it's called. Uh, because yeah. Um, I think it was David Wilcox that said this actually has a lot of truth to it. And I mean, it was all about stargates into different planetary and stargate systems, but it also had this um, entity that could actually take over a person's body, psyche, everything. I, it's a while, it's a couple of years since I watched it but basically saying that um, that is kind of a parasitic entity that takes over your, you your whole about body your, and psyche. You're
3: talking about the gold?
2: Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and I mean, perhaps you jump in here, Walt, and explain it because I can't remember the detail, but I know it struck me about these being a very destructive element
3: well the gold were there are um, uh aquatic beings from a, s- a specific world and they they actually when they attack a uh, a host they actually borrow into the host and they they connect to the spinal cord so that's how they have control over the body so the 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 host actually lives a world, lives a life of terror because their body, they they have no control over the, their of their body. They know they're awake, they know they're doing things. They can actually, they have experienced everything when they're killing somebody, uh, whatever horrors they're exposed to, they have to live through through that experience because the goal is taking over your spinal cord and it's controlling your body like a puppet. So that that's that's the the and the reason the world like the human body so much is because they're so easy to repair and you can live thousands of years in the same body you just keep repairing it that was that was that was the thing why they, why they why they wanted the humans anyway why they wanted the the, 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 the human bodies because the world have been actually inhabiting different c- civilizations because of that but what I was going to say is that even in the Star Trek universe, the whole concept of the Borg has has evolved over time, because they're not as omnipotent as they were shown initially when uh, Q exposed Captain Picard to the to the first encounter with the Borg, and they and it, it, and got the story rolling for a whole series of stories involving the the Borg. Uh, it it evolved because, for example. In, uh, in another storyline, Hugh was a Borg and he knew what it felt like to be disconnected from the collective. So there was an evolution in consciousness there because of Hugh. So the story took another detour on that one. Then in the in another story, it, Captain Genway, when she was in the Delta Quadrant, they actually defeated an entire collective of the Borg because they found how they could use nanotechnology to disable the Borg from the inside, so at the end of the ep- of the episode where the, the Queen is actually falling to pieces, Janeway says to her, "Oh, it must have been something you assimilated, you know, like it's some- maybe something bad that you ate." And then, now in this latest incarnation of the storyline where they have Pekar is the head, is this is the center of the story, they've encountered the Borg yet again, but this is an evolved Borg. It's a Borg that understands the value of life, of organic life as it is, and they actually traveled through time to get the help of the humans in the present to protect to protect the the, the galaxy from uh, some big some giant uh, galactic uh, energetic event, and they needed the 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 shielding of multiple ships, not just one or two. And, and that's why the, the Borg queen needed to do, she had to come in through time, but she didn't come to destroy anything. She actually came asking for help. So the entire storyline has taken this huge arc through the years. Where the Borg of,
0: are not the, the big bag meanies that they initially were. Hmm. I'm sorry about that. I, I, I all of a yeah, sudden I, we're running out of time here, yeah. so uh, we're going to have to say good night. You want to say good night? Good night, everybody. Thank you for being here.
2: Yes, good night. Thank you for listening. Lovely to have you here. And you
0: And um, thank you all for being here. We will see you. Uh, what's today? Saturday. We'll see you Tuesday for new shows. Be safe, everybody. Appreciate you say what say what radio show with no agenda it's always a surprise but if we're not having fun we're doing something wrong